Welcome to Positively Leading, the podcast that's all about helping you grow your resilience, leadership and influence. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Howling, and each week we will be diving into a variety of topics related to leadership, communication and personal growth. From feedback and accountability to diversity and inclusion, we'll explore the skills and strategies that you need to become a more effective leader. So whether you are looking to improve your communication skills, build strong relationships with your team, or simply become more confident in your role, join me on this journey of growth and discovery, and let's get positively leading. Do you find yourself working until late into the evening or taking on too much work? Or maybe you struggle to find the words to communicate when something feels uncomfortable. If so, I'm thrilled that you're here for this week's episode of Positively Leading, because it's such an important episode. We're looking at how you can have better boundaries in leadership and life. And this is a question that has come up in so many different coaching conversations over the last few weeks. And actually, it's so important and so meaty (laughs) that we're going to be doing this over a two-part series with simply too much goodness to fit into less than 20 minutes. So in this episode and next, I'm going to be diving into what boundaries are and why you need them, how to identify where you might need better boundaries, why you might struggle to set boundaries, and then my six-step process to set, communicate, and uphold better boundaries. And it's a leadership podcast after all, your role as a leader in, in boundary setting as well. But specifically in today's episode, we're going to take the first three, what boundaries are and why you need them, how to identify where you might need better boundaries, and why you might struggle to set boundaries. Lots of self-awareness building today. So let's dive in. First of all, let's define boundaries and think about why you need them. Well, a simple definition is that boundaries are about naming and making clear to others what's okay and what's not okay for you and why. They're the cue to others about what you're comfortable with and what you're not. And they're also all about honouring and protecting what you've declared is most important to you. And we need boundaries in leadership in life for a number of different reasons. And I think some of the most important reasons are that they communicate acceptable and unacceptable behaviours in relationships. And, you know, we share our needs through that process, whether that's personal or professional. We also need them because they create clarity around expectations, both for you and for others. They're needed for self-care and to safeguard overextending yourself. And they can also help you to feel safe and more secure and ultimately more confident. And there are a number of different boundary areas that we need to be considering. And from a leadership and work perspective, I'll share five today. And those five are emotional boundaries, material boundaries, time-related boundaries, mental or intellectual or spiritual boundaries, and physical boundaries. Let's take each one of those in turn. And we'll start with emotional boundaries. Now, emotional boundaries are really around the emotional energy that we give to ourselves and to others. So how much do we want to invest in ourselves and into others? Now, this might come up when you're in a conversation about a topic that you're not comfortable with, or perhaps you're with a team member who's dismissing your emotions or maybe others' emotions. 
So if a situation like this comes up with those emotional boundaries, then if you are expressing a boundary in this kind of situation, it could look like saying, this isn't a topic I'm okay with or I'm willing to discuss further. And simply expressing that boundary is an important part of, of taking ownership and agency around your boundaries. So the second is material and uh, boundaries around possessions. And this is about when something can be used and also how they're treated. So I remember years ago when my boss took my work and presented it as their own. Now, it wasn't a case of us having a conversation and then building on the ideas that we'd had in that conversation and then sharing. They literally took my slides and shared them. And they simply put their name at the bottom and claimed them as their own. Now, unfortunately, this is more common than we like to think. And I would love to say that back then, many years ago, I handled the conversation well. I didn't. I said nothing in the meeting. And then I had a really angry and unproductive conversation with them afterwards. Now, we're not going to get too deeply into courageous conversations in this episode, but I do promise we will in the future. But I think it's important to recognize here that we can and we should set boundaries around our materials, our possessions, and even our IP. You know, if I think about at the moment, you know, my intellectual property around workshops and courses and programs that I'm running, you know, a boundary there might look like you can use this material from this workshop if it's appropriately attributed. And here's how to do that. So I'm setting those expectations and putting a boundary around my intellectual property. So that's material boundaries or materials and possessions and the boundaries around them. Now, our third area is around time and energy. So how much time and energy do you want or can you put into something? When will you be available for your team and equally for yourself, your friends and your family? Now, building boundaries around our time is this is one of the most common boundary questions or challenges that I work with leaders on. And just last week, I had a conversation with a senior leader who was literally on their knees. And they were, to be honest, they're on the brink of resigning. They were working from 6.30 till 6.30 in the office. They were then going home and spending an hour with their young child. They were having dinner and then they were working again from 8 till 11. And then it was rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And this wasn't an organization in startup stage. This was a mature team, but they were all overworked. And there are you know, so many different, bigger conversations and questions at play here. But in terms of boundaries, this might be a conversation with the team to get agreement on the number of hours worked and when and how emails could be sent. And the same client was really proud of having an open door policy. And yes, open door policies can be absolutely great, but not at the expense of you consistently taking work home and putting in 18 hour days. So if we think about that idea of an open door policy, a boundary here around your time might be clearly communicating with your team. My door will be open for dropping conversations every Monday, Wednesday and Friday from three to four. And that time I've just given then is an example. You can set your own times, whatever feels good for you. But the important thing is you are recognizing the demands on your time and where you can, you are then setting a boundary around that. Now, the fourth boundary is mental or spiritual or intellectual boundary. It can be called, you know, any one of those. 
But this is really about being able to have your own thoughts, beliefs, values and opinions. Now, in an upcoming episode, we're going to be looking about how to stand in your own confidence. And we've looked in a previous episode about being really that belief in core to authentic leadership. But putting boundaries around this can actually be helpful for you to grow further into that confidence and also for others in terms of how you might react or interact. So a boundary around this area might be something like, thank you so much for sharing your opinion. I've actually got an alternative view, which is also important, and I'll share it now. Thank you for listening. But it's getting really clear on what your beliefs and thoughts are and being able to share it appropriately. And equally, actually, it might look like walking away from a conversation. So if you're in a conversation, you are uncomfortable about something, about the beliefs or the opinions that somebody is sharing, you equally putting a boundary in there might be walking away. And then finally, the fifth area is physical. And this could be actual physical presence and proximity or touch. But it's equally, you know, there's boundaries around your appearance or unwanted comments regarding appearance or gender orientation or sexuality. And in terms of comments here, a boundary might sound like, I don't find comments like that funny or appropriate. Thank you for stopping. So being able to share that boundary, being able to be clear about what the boundary might be, is really important. Now, if I go back to my time that I lived in Argentina, for me, having lived previously in Asia for six years, where there was a greater degree of physical distance, for me, I found it very uncomfortable where the greeting is a kiss and quite often a hug. And I'm not a hugger, right? So for me, a boundary at that point was well, actually to say, I'm, I'm not a hugger. And I would make that really clear. And it became actually quite a joke and people know. Okay, Sarah's not a hugger. But to know what you're comfortable with, what you're, what you're not comfortable with, and being able to express that in a way that others can understand and actually follow through for you is really key. Now, I've highlighted five areas where boundaries are key as a leader. Emotional, physical, material, time, and then that mental, intellectual, and spiritual. And I'm wondering what resonated for you in terms of those five different areas. Are there any ones that have jumped out for you as an area for focus? But for me, the time is my biggest boundary challenge. And as a leader, I built great boundaries and communicated them over the years. But this kind of fell apart when two things happened. One, the pandemic and working from home and that blurring of the lines between work and personal life. And I think this was similar for so many people that being constantly available and having to be available because of the crisis that I was leading through. And that was a really big challenge. But the second thing which created even more challenges for me with time boundaries was when I moved back to the UK in the summer of 2020 and I started my own business. Because at that point, I then, and actually still do to a certain extent, find it really hard to switch off. I find it hard to demarcate the hours that I work, when I don't work, and I'll often find myself working at weekends and into the evening. And to a certain extent, that's great because if I'm, you know, I'm planning and I'm saying to myself, okay, so I'm going to take Wednesday afternoon off, but I'm going to work on Saturday afternoon. I'm proactively setting that boundary and I'm being intentional about it. But equally, if I'm not being intentional, I can find that seepage into time is a really challenging thing. So being really aware of where your key boundary challenges are. But if we think about 
the signs of that, because this is the second thing we're going to look at today, the signs where you might need better boundaries. Now, you might find yourself feeling overwhelmed. And I know for me, this is a key one. Sometimes I can start to feel that I can't cope and that I'm never going to fit everything into the time that I have available. And when that happens, I can start to feel insecure. I lose confidence to a certain extent as well. So overwhelm or spotting that sense of overwhelm is the first sign. And if you can spot it early enough, then you're able to take proactive action. Now, the second sign is that you can start to feel a little bit resentful or irritated or annoyed. And this can happen when we're perhaps when we're dealing with people in conversations that we might have around us, because we have this sense of, well, I know I need boundaries, but actually I'm feeling really frustrated. And you might not quite be sure what's going on. And when that happens, you can start beating yourself up. So that resentment and annoyance actually grows and sometimes gets turned on other people. But it also can get turned inwardly on ourselves and we start to beat ourselves up. So we've got the first one, which is feeling overwhelmed. The second is when we start to feel resentment or annoyance creep in. And the third is that there's a sense that you have no time for yourself and you're feeling exhausted. And when that sense of exhaustion is there and you're tired when you get up in the morning, you're tired when you go to bed at night and your energy is feeling really sapped, that's a sign that you need better boundaries to put into place as well. And ultimately, failing to set boundaries I know from personal experience and from coaching and training many leaders and managers, this can quickly lead to resentment, followed by anger, followed by frustration. And these emotions can eat away at individual and collective confidence and trust. Over time, they can lead to gossip and to blame and people not feeling seen and heard. And all of these are behaviours over time that are known to erode healthy cultures and break down productive working relationships. So boundaries are super, super important, not just for you as an individual and as a leader, but equally they're important in the workplace, within your team or community or in your family, so that your people are able to live and work and thrive together rather than just survive. And now let's think about the final area for today. And that's why we might struggle to set boundaries. Now, we really need to stop and ask ourselves, if I understand this, if I feel this and experience this, and I know that I need a boundary in this area, I know something needs to change, then why don't I speak up and say it? Why don't I speak up and share it? Well, just because something might seem like a simple thing to do, we've identified it, but it doesn't mean it's easy because setting boundaries is really vulnerable and brave work. When we ask for what we want, and for what we don't want, it can feel really risky. And then when we hold others to account for their behaviours, that's equally, sometimes more so, more scary. And the number one reasons we avoid setting boundaries is fear. Now that might be fear of making somebody angry, making things worse, being misunderstood, disappointing people, and not being liked. And then this fear is then compounded by the fact that Most people are unsure about how to set boundaries without sounding selfish or difficult or unlikable. And we don't have to look far to see examples of people trying to set boundaries, but doing so in a way that doesn't work for them or for others. So when we see this, that then compounds our fear and our concern about setting boundaries. But we can work with all of this. 
And in the next episode, I'm going to share six steps to setting better boundaries and your role as a leader in boundary setting. But before we finish, let's recap. And I'm going to leave you with some questions to ponder about boundaries for you. So today I've shared what boundaries are and why you need them. The second, how to identify where you might need better boundaries and those warning signs to look out for. And then also then why you might struggle to set boundaries with that number one reason being fear. So I'll leave you now with four questions. The first is, who do you most need to set boundaries with? Now here, make a list. Write a list down if you need to. Who do you need to set them with? The second is, where do you need to set boundaries with others? Okay, so in what areas? The third is, what are those biggest things that are stopping you from setting and holding boundaries? So what's underneath that for you? What's that fear that sits underneath there? And then the final question is what three boundaries could you set to ensure that your needs are met? Now, you don't necessarily need to set them yet, but that identification, that building that self-awareness is super important. So wrapping up for today, thanks so much for listening. I really do hope that you'll join me for next week's episode when I will be sharing my six-step process to set, communicate and uphold better boundaries and your role as a leader in boundary setting. And I'll help you to set braver and better boundaries so that you can keep on positively leading. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Positively Leading. I hope you found it helpful in your journey to becoming a better leader. And if you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback not only helps me grow, but also helps others discover the podcast and join our community of positive leaders. And if you'd like to work with me, you can head over to sarahowling.com to find out how. Thanks once again for listening. And remember, the world needs more brilliant leaders just like you. So keep on positively leading.